0: If you want to start a preschool but you don't have the right degree, listen to today's Preschool All-Stars story. Miranda Rodriguez was a volleyball coach who needed to find a new job after her family moved to a different state. She was already homeschooling and teaching her own children Spanish and English, so she thought she could add a few students and make some money. After joining Preschool All-Stars, she enrolled 28 students in her online bilingual preschool. Listen in to discover how you can start a preschool without the right degree, too. As mothers who need to add money to the family budget, we thought we only had two options. Get a job and put our kids in daycare, or start a home daycare. But what if there was a third option, a better way that would allow you to create a consistent income and make a difference in children's lives while still staying home with your kids? I'm Joy Anderson, and this is the Preschool All-Stars Podcast, where I'm gonna share exactly how myself and thousands of other moms have created successful preschools so you can do the same. Are you ready? Let's go.
1: All right. Hello. Welcome to the Preschool All-Stars podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Johnson, and I'm here today with Miranda Rodriguez. How are you doing today?
2: I'm great. How are you? Thank you so much for having me.
1: Of course. We're excited to talk to you. We want to hear your whole story and how you got started. But first... I always ask, what were you doing before all of this started? What was your life like? What was going on in Miranda's world before you decided to start your own preschool?
2: Definitely. So um, I've been working in youth athletics for the last eight years. So I was teaching volleyball. Yep. And I was with um, a club in the Bay Area in Northern California and I was basically devoting everything to that. I just got a new position. I was on the board of directors. Um, and then the pandemic hit and we were at a standstill. And so during the pandemic in June, my husband actually um, got a promotion through his job. So okay. we were in the middle of a global pandemic moving an- to another state.
1: Oh, man. Um,
2: and yeah, <laughs> and so I was hoping to get back into volleyball when I got here. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's demanding, right? It's, it's all my evenings. We traveled on the weekends Mm -hmm. and it was something that I was putting my all into and it was taking away from my family and from, and from life that way.
1: Right. How many kids do you have?
2: Um, I have a little one. She's five, um, but we also were a blended family. So I have four step kids. Oh wow. Okay. um, 14 to eight.
1: Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, so there's a a There Yeah. There
2: is. There so, is. where did you move from and where did you move to? Yeah. So, we moved from Castro Valley, California. It's a small little suburb right outside of Oakland and San Francisco. So, the Bay Area. Okay. And we moved to Las Vegas. Oh, nice. I live in Las Vegas. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're here in Vegas now. And we had lived here before, but my family is from Northern California. So, we went back after I had my youngest. To be close to family, you know, while in the mm-hmm. newborn stages and all that. Um, but with the job promotion, we were on our way back.
1: Yeah. Do you like it out here, or do you miss California?
2: I do. I, you know, we moved in the middle of summer, so mm-hmm. it was definitely real hard hot. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: Um,
2: but I do like it. Yeah. We we love it. It's a little hard because you know we're all on our paws. You know, so we're getting used to finding things and finding mm-hmm. friends, being yep. in a new place. Yeah. So, totally.
1: Well, I'm happy to be your friend. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Okay. So then how did you find Joy and how did you come, how did this all come to be?
2: Yeah. So when we moved here, I was talking to different volleyball clubs and I was you know, looking how to get involved. And then I just thought I just didn't want to do that. I just didn't want to go back to the evenings. I didn't want to devote all that time. And I was also homeschooling my youngest. Okay. And speaking Spanish is a really big priority for us for her. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up speaking Spanish. Well, my family spoke Spanish, and I had a rough time. I understood a lot of it, but I didn't always speak it as much. And mm-hmm. so that was something when I had my daughter, that I really wanted to make sure that she felt comfortable doing from a young age. And so we started looking at homeschool stuff and Spanish and how to put her on the, on the right path. And then I was thinking, well, how many other kids need that, right? Yeah, how absolutely. many other kids need help to get on that right path? And that's when I found joy. And that's when I started looking into the preschool aspect. Um, And I joined All Stars and mm-hmm. I launched in 28 days. Wow. Nice. So yeah. when was that? So let's see, right before Halloween, I okay. um, found Joy and I immediately was intrigued, right? Already thinking about all of this schooling stuff and how to best set up my daughter. I was already thinking about it. So I found Joy in October and I joined All Stars and I did the 30 day challenge mm-hmm. and I launched the Monday after Thanksgiving. So that was like wow. my timeline.
1: Yeah. Awesome. That's great. So are you doing the online preschool?
2: Right. So I'm doing online preschool right now. I'm hoping to open, I'm putting all the pieces together to open a local preschool in the fall. Okay. Um, it's just, you know, kind of waiting out where we are with COVID mm-hmm. and, and such. So I'm waiting that out, but I'm doing online classes right now. So I have, I have 26 students over five classes. Um, So that's, it's really excited about that. And it's all, it's all bilingual. So we're all, we're speaking Spanish about 60 to 75% of the time.
1: Oh, wow. That's amazing. Are they, are most of them local or are they from all over the country or where did you find your students?
2: Yeah. So most of them are local. And I think that's pretty funny that we Mm -hmm. are able to serve everybody, but I have, um, I offered some one time. Kind of one off classes in December to try to get my name out there before classes started in January. Yeah. And that went far. I taught students in Germany. I taught wow. students in Ecuador. I taught students all over. And so I'm hoping that we get some more back in our, in our actual program. Um, but for right now, I have probably about half are local to Las Vegas. Okay. Um, and the rest are all over the state.
1: Wow. That's awesome. How did you find, how did you find all the students and especially the ones from out of state?
2: Yeah. So I started, so with homeschooling, I was already part of a lot of homeschool Facebook groups. Facebook mm-hmm. has been my biggest marketing yep. um, accessory. Me too, here. So, me too. Yeah. So with the homeschool groups, I was already a part of a lot of those. And so I just started talking to parents about, you know, most of them are wanting enrichment for their homeschooler, or if they're homeschooling, they really are putting that emphasis on the early education. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them are like, Oh, I really wish, you know, my son's in this program, but I have a littler one that I want to put in your program. So a lot of it is from Facebook groups, you know, just joining groups and, and putting the name out there. So yeah, that's
1: awesome. That's great. Let's dive into how your program works. How many, when does it happen? How long is it? How many days a week? What's the setup?
2: Definitely. So I offer um, two different types of programs. So the first one is a two-day program and that meets, um, I have a variety of different options of classes. Um, that parents can choose from so I have like Monday Wednesday Tuesday Thursday any two-day options they can mm-hmm. choose from and our classes run for one hour okay. um, and so I know I always have to talk to parents about one hour it's long with three to five-year-olds but it is it's broken up into um, different sections so that okay. there's a teaching time for me. Mm-hmm. There's time that they're talking with their friends. Yep. There's time that they're showing. There's time that they're getting that output in the new language. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a bunch of different things that if you break it up, it's really like 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes and we're done. So yeah. um, and we also have a three day program and that also runs for one hour, three days a week. Um, And with both of the programs, they get sent or delivered. So if they're local to Las Vegas, they get a delivery from me with all of the any necessary um, items that they'll need. And we do um, different interactive things like these uh, letter cards behind me. Mm -hmm. They will um, get copies of those. So they can trace them on the card um, or they get little weather buddies that they get to dress them. And so that's just another way that we try to keep it more interactive because we know that it's virtual. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's super fun. So if they're not local, they get them sent to them um, in the mail before their first class. And um, we put an emphasis in my program. It was really important to me and when we're learning a new language is to also learn the culture behind it, right? Not right, just, right. well, I know how to speak Spanish, but I don't know how where, they, where it comes from. I don't know any of that. So it was really important to me that we put an emphasis on the culture. So each week in our preschool, we learn about a different Spanish-speaking country. We learn about a preschooler that age that lives in that country and yeah. how it's different to us or how it's similar Mm-hmm. Um, and we can celebrate the different holidays that a lot of um, Hispanic people celebrate so that right. we can also get to know about that. So that part is really, really, really important to me. Yeah. And I think that's also what sets us apart from other Spanish language programs, where it's just the emphasis on the language.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. I love that. And let me, I'm trying to find the the quote that the little blurb that you wrote about it. Here it is. It says Class of the Camilla Bilingual Preschool is an interactive, immersive and cultural bilingual environment in which children can gain the skills needed to be confident, culturally aware citizens in our global society. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah,
2: that's I really, truly, truly believe in it. And I think it's so important. And I think that from that young age, learning the language and the culture, it helps us to become more aware. Right. Mm -hmm. And we become tolerant in that Mm -hmm. in the same aspect it's really important and the kids love it that is always their favorite part of class
1: yeah and it's a little
2: book and it tells you like you know her isn't it we learned about Lucas the España last week you know and it's like Lucas is from Spain and and they loved that he called his grandma a different name he called his grandma Conchita and they just loved it <laughs> that it was something different you know yeah so.
1: I love that so much that's awesome so are most of your students, um, like, would you say their parents are Spanish speak- Spanish speakers or, or no?
2: Yeah. So a lot of them, this is their first introduction to Spanish. We do have a couple that are either their parents are Spanish speakers. Or they've been exposed to it in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, we did we so but most of them are non-native speakers that are just okay. this is their first introduction. But we do have a couple um that was unique to me, and I didn't really think of it when I was building the classes, was that they're already enrolled in a dual in- immersion kindergarten or first grade for next year.
0: Okay. So this would
2: be kind of their precept or to getting into that school. Um, yeah. and that was really that was really good to know that you know this is going to set them up even greatly to go into there with a, a head up right
1: oh yeah absolutely that's a great that's a great way to market it too
2: yeah so we're i have i do have one full class that i offered after hearing from a couple parents that is for native speakers so they are in a Spanish environment at home. And so it's like a traditional preschool to them. Mm -hmm. And those classes are about 85 to 90% in Spanish, because they still plan to attend um, higher grades in a Spanish speaking school. So that would be just a normal Spanish speaking program Mm -hmm. for them. But the rest of my classes are all bilingual.
1: Wow, that's really awesome. So how many classes do you teach a week?
2: Um, so each week I have six classes.
1: Okay. And about how yep. many kids are in each class?
2: Six. I cap okay. all of mine at six. So I, I'm one, um, I think three classes have five. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I kept all my classes at six, um, just because. I can see them all on my zoom Mm -hmm. screen yeah, and um, I get to interact with each of them without it taking, you know, half of our class time.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah.
2: yeah. So we like to keep it small, especially because with learning a new language, it's so important to try to get that output going for them Mm -hmm. to try to speak Spanish that it's really important for us to have that one-on-one like, Hey, try this or, you know, they're learning this week is tres, you know, so that T R in Mm -hmm. Spanish, Yep. is is troubling for some kids who learn. Yeah, read, you know, troubling so for me. Getting a- exactly. <laughs> so getting able to work with them, you know, more personally, with that cap at six is really important to me.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. And how much do you charge per month?
2: So um, for my two day program, I charge $47 per month. For my three day program, I charge $67 per month. I also charge a registration fee of $33, okay. um, which is an annual fee. And that just covers the price of the interactive materials that are sent or delivered to each child.
1: And do you send a new package every month or just the, when they first sign up?
2: Correct. So I send a welcome kit at the when they first sign up. And that mm-hmm. has some staple items, the letter cards, the number cards, the weather buddies. And then each month pertaining to our unit we they get a new packet of material.
1: Okay. Wow, that's really awesome. I kind of want to take your class.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they actually love it. This uh this unit is all about the farm and so we have little chickens on sticks and that's how we come into classes los pollitos oh. so they, it's really super fun. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. Yeah, that sounds yeah. amazing. I love that. So, let's see. So you have some plans, big plans for a local preschool next fall?
2: I do. Yeah. So I'm hoping to open open up um, in the fall in Las Vegas. And so we're still kind of piecing together the pieces for that and trying to figure out um, kind of what works best. I know that I'd like to stay um, with offering morning classes um, mm-hmm. that works best with my family and, and our homeschool schedule. So um, it will definitely be some classes coming soon um what's up in the air with the covid and everything is determining um how long we're going to book out for right so i'm not sure if it'll be you know sign up for classes per month or maybe we'll sign up for a semester or something like that that's what we're still trying to piece together with what works best for the families that that want to attend right right
1: yeah that makes sense and are you going to go the licensed route
2: no i'm okay. going to stay under our As of now, I don't plan on it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to stay under that number for us here in Nevada um, just to kind of get my feet wet, you know, Mm -hmm. try to Mm -hmm. get some parents in and get some families in and then we'll see where that takes us. But I am not opposed to going bigger and better Mm -hmm. and and going. I mean, with the license,
1: depending on where are you planning on having it in your house? Like what part of the house?
2: Yeah. So I have a dining room and a separate room that's kind of connected that we, where we would be.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause with the license, it's like six kids is a family care and 12 kids is the group care and you need like right. 35 feet per kid. So it gets yeah. like getting licensed for me was only an extra two kids that I could have. Cause I don't have this right. in my garage at least. So I was like, should I get licensed? And it was, yeah. it was a lot to, I don't know it was a lot just for the extra two kids. But right now my licensure is like, you should open up the rest of your house for a fam, for a group care. And
2: I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. I can't take, I can't take over my whole house. (laughs) Yeah. I like, and I like the four, you know, I like that number. I -hmm. think online, you know, the six works, and I do, I would enjoy, you know, having the six, but I think there's, there's just, there's pros and cons to each. Right. Mm -hmm. And it, it has to make sure that that we can, you know, get what's best for us. So Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah.
1: Well, that's awesome. So what? how would you describe like the Preschool All-Stars and them helping you in this journey?
2: Yeah, so Preschool All-Stars was really, really um, a positive and still is a positive experience for me. What was really hard um was the move, right? When we moved, mm-hmm. we all of my family is in Northern California. And um also I left a, a job that I'd had for eight years. Right. And so a lot of friends, a lot of babysitters, a lot of help. That yeah, I had. everything. Um yeah, and so that was really hard. And I was feeling pretty down, you mm-hmm. know, when we first when we first were here and you know we're also in a pandemic. We can't really meet that many new people. Yeah. So I was feeling really down. And then I came across preschool all-stars and it was people who were, were on the same level together, were working towards a common goal. And it really filled like a sense of community for me, you know, Mm -hmm. to be able to go there like, Hey, I'm having a hard day guys. You know, I had to, you know, something's not working and, and they were there um, and they're still there. I still go on Facebook, you know, looking for something and they're Mm -hmm. there to help. So it really filled that sense of, community that I was looking for. But also, it was everything that I needed, right? It was everything set out in different videos and forms and everything that I could imagine to make sure there were no hiccups in that very, you know, first month taking registrations. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad because I couldn't imagine the influx of people. And I was like, wow, I'm really glad I set all this up. because I would be swimming right now. It Absolutely. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's so nice how they lay it all out. So once people start coming to you, you already have it there ready for you. Yeah. And I was just thinking, this is what I was going to say, is that since you have so many local kids, do you think that they'll transfer over from your online to your local once it's open? And then you'll already have a good amount of kids, you know, like clientele lined up.
2: I do. I am hoping for that. So from my local kids, I was surprised only a couple are going to kindergarten next year. And so I was like, that is a big score because yes. now I, I have three year old. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I have three year olds that can be in my four year old class. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. Definitely. This
1: year, I this is my first year and I feel like I have like most of my kids are going to kindergarten next year. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to like fill the whole thing all over again. Right. And then us being- I gotta get them young. I gotta find some three-year-olds so they'll stay for a couple of years.
2: Exactly. And our city is so saturated with daycares, Mm -hmm. right? So we set ourselves apart with the preschool, Mm -hmm. but boy, there is a lot of daycares here. There are, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And there's not a lot of- uh, like my licensor woman told me that on our side of town, she doesn't know of any like, well, that I know of one, there's like one licensed in-home preschool and most of them are not, you know, most of them are, if it's in-home, it's not a preschool, it's daycare. Right. So it's yeah. like a, a thing we need here. Definitely. Definitely. And with, you know, with COVID and everything, people are looking for small class sizes. So that's a huge draw.
2: They are. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So. For people on the fence about joining Preschool All-Stars, this is always my favorite question because people always come up with such inspirational quotes. What would you say (laughs) to anyone who's, uh, you know, on the fence about even starting this whole journey and joining the All-Stars and, you know, pretty much jumping into a whole new life and job? What would you say to them?
2: Yeah. So the number one thing that I know I had to keep telling myself and I would say is why not? You know, why not? Because whatever excuse comes after that with whatever, you know, I I could make up tons of well, I don't have time. Well, I have to do this with my kids. Well, I don't have this, I don't have that. Mm -hmm. Preschool All Stars and Joy will come up with an answer to rebuttal you to say, no, we have we have something for that. We have something for that. So it's just it's just why not? You know, and it's it's a why wouldn't you want to be doing what you love? You know, I didn't I knew I loved teaching and I knew I loved the language to teach to other kids, but Mm -hmm. I did not know I loved it this much. Mm -hmm. I I really, truly just love being with the kids every morning and for our hour time. And it just there's there's nothing that can compare to doing what you love and getting paid for it. You know, mm-hmm. and and being able to live off of that and, and have an income and support your family was something that you really truly love doing. And I attribute a lot of my success to all stars and to their help and to joy. So
1: Yeah, absolutely. When you were teaching volleyball, was it like high school kids
2: or middle school? No, I had the baby. Oh, you were teaching I volleyball health. Yes. I can't even so,
1: picture a bunch of like, like
2: how little? Well, like preschool? Not too little. Okay. Not preschool, I'm picturing like a tiny like, little net. <laughs> yeah. So they were like the babies of our club, right? So okay. The youngest that they could start was eight. Okay. That's pretty small for That's pretty small. Yeah, pretty small. yeah totally. Um, and that was my love. I loved with the littles. I love getting beginners. I mm-hmm. did coach older girls um, and I love them too. I'm very proud of where they are now and where mm-hmm. they're going. But the littles was my heart. Yeah, I love, yeah. love, love, love the littles. So, the littles are yeah. the best? They and are. And
1: does your daughter <laughs> sit with you like every day in class?
2: Not every day. So she does love to do it. But she also, she does, she has a couple activities that kind of okay, conflict yeah. with our classes. But she got, does get the lesson. So even mm-hmm. if she misses class, I get to give her the exact lesson that nice, I just gave all nice. my preschoolers. So is she so speaking fluently? She's doing well. Yeah. yeah, she, she is doing well. Um, and she's definitely loving it. You know, she loves all her school and what we do. Um, and she loves that Now she has so many friends to do it with, right? Mm-hmm. Because we were doing it before, but it was just mom and it can't yeah. be that fun Oh, yeah, just totally. Mom. Do you think so you're now gonna she continue
1: has your online class when you st- open your, your local preschool?
2: I hope to, I really hope that I can work out a schedule that I am able to, because I do really love it. I think that there's um, a place for that. I think that there's parents looking for that. And even if, you know, we open back up as a state or as a, you know, as our whole country, Mm -hmm. I think there's still going to be a big need for, for online, you know? And I think um, that I can just reach a lot more kids with the online So I really hope to find a way to do both of those. Yeah.
1: Yeah, totally. Well, I'm pregnant with my first. So if you keep it up three years, I will definitely put my little boy in your class because I want him to learn Spanish as well.
2: (laughs) Yes, I love it. I love
1: it. (laughs) All right, Miranda. Well, is there anything else you'd like to share with us before we
2: depart? Um, No, I think that's it. I think we covered it. Thank awesome. you so much.
1: Well, yes, thank you so much for sharing your story. You are awesome and I wish you so much luck with everything. If you ever need any help, I'm right down the street. Or right Yes, I street, love that. You're right too. down anywhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have a wonderful evening and thank you so much for talking to us. You too. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to our Preschool All Stars podcast. If you're ready to start, run or grow your preschool, then I have a question for you. Do you want to get mentorship from me, support and friendship from hundreds of moms on the exact same journey as you, and step-by-step training and done-for-you files to help you on every step of your preschool journey? If so, then I invite you to join Preschool All-Stars, our exclusive membership community. Hurry over to joyanderson.com and click on the Preschool All-Stars graphic to learn more about it today. Again, go to joyanderson.com. Until next time keep serving, keep teaching, and keep growing. We'll talk to you soon.